Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. All right, Daniel, we've got a unique question today, which I'm excited about uh, regarding giving. And I know both of us have some uh, some uh, significant uh, thoughts on this, so I'm very much looking forward to this. If you are new to the show, first of all, welcome. You can always check us out wherever you listen to Well, you're listening on a podcast, so thanks for checking us out. But share it with friends. Share it with some friends. And uh, and be sure to check us out on our, on our social, Insta, uh, is DIY.money, DIY.money. And Twitter is DIYMoneyQ, DIYMoneyQ, which so far I'm just putting up pictures of ridiculous deals I'm getting, like my 11 Blistex packs that I got. Nice. Times three, 33. Oh, and I bought coffee for the office yesterday. You didn't see that, did you? No. A one and a quarter pound Starbucks coffee, seven ninety nine. Did you check the expiration date? Come on. It's Starbucks coffee. Still going to be good, even if it's six months old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alert. Alert. Coffee snob. Anyways, I bought two, so on you. All right. There we go. We got a great question uh, from Nick. What do you got for us, Nick? D-I-Y. Hey, guys. My name's Nick. Um, I recently discovered your podcast and have been binge listening over about the past week or so. I think that you're still taking user questions, and so mine is knowing when and how I can responsibly give my money to things that I think are important and care about. Um, A little bit about me, I am 28, single, no kids. I'm unemployed right now, but will be starting a new job in August, after which I will be back to growing my savings. But I have, you know, fast cash and emergency funds saved, and then a little bit of money on top of that, no debt and no big expenses coming up. I guess the next thing that I might start to save for is a car. There are things that I could give my money to, people that are in greater need than me, and I'm just wondering um, how to figure out if I can afford to do that and how to do it. Interested to know what you think. Thanks. Excellent question, Nick. Daniel. Let's start off with you. Uh, what do you think here? Well, when it comes to uh, giving or any charitable kind of endeavors, I think that is right up there uh, with all your other goals. So it's just one of the goals in your dynamic kind of financial life, your dynamic financial picture. And you have to prioritize it where it falls for you. So some people are going to be uh, much more charitably inclined, and they will look at that as, you know what, they might give uh, a first X amount of out of their paycheck or et cetera. Um, others might give from more of a standpoint of it. It's kind of lower down, you know, after, uh, after they spend X amount on uh, housing expenses and food expenses, et cetera, they'll give a portion of what's left over. So first and foremost, it's about figuring out uh, for giving what that value is for you, just like any other part of your budget. So after you go through your tracking, and you figure out where it is you are spending money, and then you develop your budget, uh, the values part comes into where do you want to put things uh, from a priority perspective within that budget, as in 
uh, what's not going to be sacrificed for you and, and what is. So it sounds like giving for you is important. It strikes kind of with the heartbeat of who you are and what your values are. So it sounds like it's pretty high up there in your values. So in that case, then once you finally are uh, employed again and getting a paycheck again, you might carve out a certain percentage of that and not even consider it um, part of your living expense budget. So it, it might be a number one or number two priority such that you're going to say, hey, X amount, I want to go to uh, these causes that are really important to me, and then I will live off and budget off the rest. If that's the case, awesome. Uh, I'm not sure that you asked about you know specific strategies for giving and tax deductibility, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so more, I would say it's just a values decision, and you have to decide where that falls in values for you. Now, there are some uh, great tax implications of being a charitable giver, if you qualify for itemized deductions here in the United States uh, and you give to a certified nonprofit or a, a religious nonprofit, a 501c3, et cetera, you're going to get a tax deduction on that. So uh, that's even better. There's, uh, you don't have to use any special vehicles for that. You just kind of give, keep a record receipt, and uh, you can claim that on your taxes. All right. I've, uh, I've kind of, while you were speaking, thought about how I was going to answer this. And really, I, I got to admit, that there was this uh, political corrective thought process. How do I say this? And I'm just, I can't uh, be PC about it. Um, I give because of my religious beliefs and my faith. And so I'm not going to preach and get on a soapbox about that. And that's not, if somebody doesn't believe that, that's fine. Um, I do know many of folks who are not, at all, uh, quote unquote, religious, and they give and they feel that uh, it's the best thing they can do for their money. They they feel that, you know, the the environment, if you will, sort of rewards that. Um, my wife and I, I personally, and then my wife and I made a commitment long ago that we will give uh, uh, 10% right off the top, regardless of our financial situation. So one of the things you asked was when to start giving. And again, I can only give you my personal opinion, and that is now. Um, and, and that's not being trite. I, I just mean that is something we, we hold uh, very dear in our family to give the first 10% right off the top of our income and ans any ancillary business uh, profits or income that we receive now. That being said, I want to share that we don't always give in a traditional tax-deductible manner. And what I mean by that is uh, nowhere, and again, I can only speak from a religious affiliation, nowhere in my uh, religious Bible reading do I see that to give has to be to a uh, nonprofit 501c3. So if there is a person that is in need, or uh, a family or an organization that is not a registered 501c3 will give. We will give as we feel led to give. Now, when we give to religious organizations, we do a lot of due diligence. We make sure that we pull uh, what's called their 990, um, and their 990 is a public uh, tax return that is required to be filed by a 501c3 uh, entity. And when we look at that 990, what that 
gives us the ability to see is how they use their money. So when we look at giving and sometimes it's substantial, what I want to see is I want to see what other giving that, you know, people are, are giving. So what is their budget in essence? And I also want to see how that money is used, meaning what amount goes to the programs that they fund. So there's a lot of areas out there where you can start uh, looking for uh, the, the, the 501c3's 990. You can request it. I always like to sometimes do that so that they know that I'm going to do some due diligence on their organization. I request a 990. But there's also websites. I believe 501c3's have to publish their 990 in two public locations. Uh, there's a site called goodgiving.com and so forth. So... Again, but we don't always do that. But getting back to your original question, when? Immediately. I, I think immediately. We, my family, we live off of a, what's called a 10-10-80 principle. So we give the first 10%, we then save the next 10%, and we live off 80% of our income. Now, we've ultimately, over the years, ended up saving a lot more. And now, as a family, we're actually challenging ourselves to give a lot more. Uh, but that's the model that we've used in our family for a very long time, and it works exceptionally well. And I got to tell you, <laughs> there's been times, especially when I was uh, young and starting in business, that it was not easy to give. And I know that's not what you're asking, but maybe this is good for somebody else that's out there that might be struggling with this from a religious aspect or not. I don't know. But there were times where money would come in, and I needed to, you know, send out $100 to, to the church or to this. We sponsored a lot of Haitian uh, organizations at that time in projects in Haiti. It wasn't easy sending that check, but we did. And we've never had a problem, uh, you know, making ends meet, if you will. So take that for what it's worth. Great question, Nick. I hope we answered it. Would love to find out what you ended up doing. Uh, do your homework, do your due diligence, though, if you find out that you want to support 501c3 organizations. Again, the form that you can look and find a lot of information about them is called a 990. You can request that from the organization or you can find that online. Anything else to add to that, Daniel? Yeah, I think you alluded to a really uh, good point here in that uh, some people might even face this conundrum. Like if I'm trying to build up my savings and have a responsible financial life how is giving money away going to move the ball forward on that how's that going to be a catalyst for that and i think uh one of the things you kind of alluded to without saying outright is that by being charitably minded by thinking of others it it's not like a i don't necessarily believe in karma per se um, but it changes your perspective when you're looking out for the needs of others uh, you create sort of a community and uh, when people realize that you are others minded and you're charitably minded, it changes your perspective on your entire budget and removes a lot of anxiety of it all being about your particular bottom line and your particular budget and so forth. And so in a large way, uh, that mentality can go a long way to helping you in your personal financial life by giving a little bit away. It, it's kind of like this uh, faith or trust move that um, you don't need it all for you. And uh, that can do it kind of like meditation. It can do a lot for your personal financial mentality. I also want to say that when we first wrote uh, Money Fit, which was a book that was published about personal finance, we've, we've 
uh, since retracted that. We're actually editing it and putting it out as, a, as a, another work coming out. Um, I felt so strongly about this subject matter that I wrote that if you're in a situation where you're just barely making ends meet and you are still wanting to be charitably minded, I think time is an unbelievable resource to be to be giving. Uh, and so if you're in a situation where you are up to debt up to your eyeballs and you you there is you know there is very little money at the end of the month. Time is a resource, and time is something that's valuable that you can give, that you can start, um, you know, volunteering and and working with organizations, and then maybe in the future when you're in a better financial position, you could start supporting them financially. But just as Daniel said, the rewards that that will bring you psychologically, emotional, to keep things in check, especially when your financial picture is bleak. I can remember, and I'll be very quick with this, but when I was starting in business and there was times when I was like, how am I going to pay my mortgage? How am I going to do this? And I would volunteer at a local inner city boys and girls club. And I would go down with these kids and, and for two hours, I would pale around, play basketball, hang out with kids that I knew for a fact were going to go home and more than likely not have dinner. And more than likely didn't have, this was pre-everybody-gets-a-lunch, probably didn't have a lunch. And I knew that the clothes they had on were the same clothes they had on last week and the week before, and it wasn't because they thought they were cool. Let me tell you something. That put things in perspective for me and my financial situation. And one of the things I always took away from those experiences, whether it was inner-city Lexington or in the slums in Haiti, was I walked away not necessarily with this unbelievable appreciation for going to McDonald's or having air conditioning. I walked away with the appreciation in our country to make money. That's why if you listen to this podcast and you glean that I don't have a lot of empathy for folks who can't make money, assuming you are of healthy mind and body and spirit and you have all your limbs, this country provides you more opportunity than any place in the world to make money. And that's what I took away from some of my charitable time that I gave away. All right, we got to wrap it up. We got on a little soapbox there. You set me up for that. All right, you've been listening to DIY Money. Remember, send us your questions, podcast at DIYMoney.org. Both your audio question we might use on the air. You'll win or get a $25 gift card from Amazon. Or if you want to email it to us, we might use it in a blog post. No gift card for that. But nonetheless, send us those and we'll use them on air. Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is really not all that complicated. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do it for a very long time. Make it a great week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card.